Oh, when I think of the goodness of Jesus and all he's done for me, my soul cries out, hallelujah, praise God for saving me. Oh, when I think of the goodness of Jesus and all he's done for me. My soul cries out, hallelujah, praise God for saving me, praise God for saving me. Praise God for saving me. Oh, when I think of the goodness of Jesus, I praise God for saving me. Hallelujah. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise him all. All creatures here below. Praise him above, ye heavenly hosts. Praise, I give praise to the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. And you know what? I know who he is. I don't mind saying Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. It's all right. He describes himself. The word describes itself. It describes him as Father. Ha, huh, come on. Creator God, our Father. Ah, the Son, Jesus, hallelujah, the one who died for our sins and set us free. Come on. And then how about that Holy Ghost? Just like fire, shut up in my bones, hallelujah, enabling us, hallelujah, to have power, power to live right, power to walk right, power to talk right, hallelujah, power to repent, Come on, power to turn away from sin, filling us with his Holy Ghost power, his mark, his spirit down on the inside. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I don't mind. I don't mind because I know who he is here. Oh, Israel, the Lord, our God. Hey, come on, it's one. It's just one. It ain't three, it's one. Come on, hallelujah. We give glory to him today. We lift him up today. We magnify him. We honor him for who he is. Hey, come on now. <laughs> you know, I like to have church. Come on, I like to get give God glory and praise and worship him for who he is. I, you know, I don't care about nobody's game. I don't care about nobody's game. I like to watch football just like the next person. I used to really like to watch it. But you know what? They got to clowning and uh, throwing away Super Bowls and stuff. I'm like, shoot, you seeing how, okay, well, I'll let, the, I'll let you win. I'll let you win this time. You will let me win next time. I'm like, no, God is the same. See, I ain't got to worry about whether or not you get to win and I get to win. Look, we all win when we're in him because it's about his purpose. Ah, come on. It's about we live for his kingdom, for his glory. We worship and honor him. Come on. He's not, he doesn't change. He's the same yesterday and today, and he's going to be the same forever, forevermore. Come on. 
Yeah, the world thinks. Oh, come, come on now. The world thinks that they got everything sewn up. They think they have this AI, this artificial. Ooh, <laughs> even the word artificial is artificial. It's artificial intelligence thinking it can just take over. Uh, but we got the real thing. Ain't nothing like the real thing. Come on. Like the song says, baby, come on. You better know that Jesus is real. How do I know he's real? He's real to me. Hallelujah. I've seen him move in my life. Have, have you seen him move in yours? Yes, he's moved. He's changed. He's changed me. Come on. Changed us. Yeah. Turned us up. Picked us up. Turned us around. Planted our feet on, on higher ground. We don't live like we used to live. We don't walk and act and talk like we used to walk, act, and talk. We hear. We hear on the firm foundation of Christ. Come on now. Ooh, Lord. I'm, I'm stirred up. I'm stirred up. Don't get me started, Slewfoot. Because you know what? I don't give no victory to the devil. None. None. Cut that. Cut that. Don't give no victory to the devil. None. Keep moving. Yeah, no victory. He's already a defeated foe. Come on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> hallelujah. Welcome to another broadcast. You know what? I know it's God. You can't tell me it ain't God. You know, to, to press that button to say go. <laughs> to press that button and say, go live, go stream. Come on, let's talk. Come on, let's meet with the people. Let's spend some time together with him. It takes something. Yeah, I, I give God the glory that I want to. Yeah, I want to live for him. I want to do my work for him. I want to I uh, 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 live here. I, I'm not going to get caught with my works undone. Yeah, I want to. I want to live for him. Yeah, it takes something to click that button. Welcome to another broadcast of Together with Him, with LAFHHM Labors for His Harvest Ministries. That's who this is. That's who we are. A family, a church family coming together to spend some more time with Him. I'm Sister Ann, and I'd just like to welcome you and thank you for just deciding to push that button. But it's not by accident that you did it. No, I know a sister that used to give some. Uh, some exciting, uh, she would give some exciting announcements. You ever met somebody that liked to do their job? Come on, like to do their job for Jesus. She used to say it, it's not by accident or coincidence. Now, she said it a little differently, but we know what she meant. Ah, uh, come on now. It's not by accident or coincidence that you decided to press that button today. And we're glad that you did. We're glad that you did. Come on, spend a little bit more time with Jesus. I know you had a good time in the Lord today. I know you were on your post. I know that you lifted him up today. I know you got your shout on. Hey, praise the Lord. Dr. Gina Ross, a lady of the, of the word. Come on, evangelist Dr. Gina Ross. We give God praise for you. Good, good to know you, sis. Big claps for you. We love you today. Amen. You know, we know when you got out there, 
And I know today you was on your post for, for those people coming in. And, you know, you were there with that smile on your face. Come on, say, sit right here, sit next to me, bring in your whole family. I know you even took somebody to church today. You went and picked them up in your nice car. Mm-hmm. Paid your little gas money. with your Put your gas money in there. Pay, pay for them to come. You went and picked them up. I know you did that. See, you know, that's what we do. When we just, we're at children of the most high, that's what we do. We get out into the vineyard, the highways and the byways. You know, we minister any way we can. I know you encouraged somebody this week. Amen. I know you did that. Big, big, big shout out. Big shout out to the Myanmar Assembly of God Church. Amen. I'm going to say where Pastor Daniel and First Lady are there in the vineyard. Not just them, but there is a group of ministry. There's a group of ministers there that they roll up their, their sleeves. These men of God and women of God roll up their sleeves and they meet together and they bless each other in the household of faith. They have a beautiful praise and worship Young people on fire for the Lord. Big shout out to Brother Emmanuel, amen, of the Myanmar Assembly of God Church. Young people doing big things for Jesus because they want to. See, that's what it's about. People got to want to live for the Lord. They have to want to work for the Lord. And these young people are on fire and they do just that. The young people there at the uh, we did participate with them at the lfhhm family church camp we were there fellowshipping with them today and oh we had a time we had a time and we're working on some things big shout out to everybody in the body of jesus christ those that are saved brothers and sisters in christ and those that are curious about wanting to be saved Big up just to you today. God bless you. You know, we're just going to get move on here because, you know, I could just go, 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 go. But one of my most favorite things to do is to give him some praise. Yep. I love giving God praise and giving God glory. Now, I've been kind of doing some of the uh, some of the praise breaks that I've already done. But, you know, they're good praise breaks. They're good praise breaks. You know, you go ahead and get you a little YouTube stream. Uh, get you a playlist with some praise breaks on it. And and when it, when you, hey, come on, when you feel like uh, you, you want to give up, you know, you feel like the the drug monkey's too heavy. Uh, shake that devil off your feet, off your back. Sh get you a praise break going. Huh? You feeling all depressed. You might be tired because you got a lot going on. Get some rest, huh? But before you do, go ahead and spend that last little bit of energy giving God some praise. See, you know, praise breaks are important. They're important. Uh, Daniel, David, rather, King David danced before the Lord. Yes, he did. Uh, it's in order and it's okay. So come on, let, let's get that praise break going. Let's go ahead and give him some glory.
Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I give God all the glory, honor, and praise today. Hallelujah. He is so worthy, worthy to be praised. I know, I know that you know that you something on the inside. I don't care if you're a sinner or a saint. You got to know that your God, number one, is real. Uh, you, you can never question it. Uh, don't let the devil come and try to steal what he put in us, that, that inborn, that in it thing. As creator, God is something about us that we just know that he is. And then when we get to learn a little bit more about him, hallelujah, hallelujah, we realize that he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Huh? It, it, he'll be found if you want to get to know him better. He'll he'll draw nigh to you if you draw nigh to him. You come close to him and you go and he comes closer to you. Come on, God. He will meet you where you're at. Uh, you just got to want to. <laughs> you got to want to get to know him. Hey, hallelujah. You know, I tell you, God is awesome. Uh, I've been on that. You got to want to. You got to want to. You got to want to live for him. You got to want to serve him. You have to want to be saved, huh? You have to want to be delivered. Yeah, yeah, and walk in it. Start speaking it with your mouth, saying, I am delivered. I will be set free in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Come on. This is a little bit off of where I'm going today, but it's all in the same because it's giving him glory. I, I like to give God his time. Hallelujah. You can overcome and you will overcome if you hold on. Hold on and trust and believe. Come on. You can do it. He will help you do it. He'll send people to encourage you to do it. Hallelujah. Keep moving. Keep moving. Yeah. Even if you feel tired, keep moving. Even if you feel like you want to give up, don't give up. Don't give up. Keep moving. Hallelujah. Even if you feel like uh, you're going full speed ahead, you might feel that way today. But you know what? There might be a brick wall tomorrow. And you know, it may be where you go all the way. Huh? But just keep moving. Keep moving. Don't be scared about it. Keep moving. And we're going to show a few scriptures to help us do just that. Now, I don't usually go to Proverbs on Sundays because huh? we like to, to hang out. Big shout out to all of the LFHHM volunteers. Mother Ida, we love you today. That's our honorary mother for the organization of laborers for his harvest ministries and all the saints of God. Amen. Proverbs chapter four. Come on, turn to it. I, I know you have your Bible because, you know, you, you know the drill by now. When we hang out, I don't care what Labors for His Harvest Ministries is doing, what broadcast we're on. We're going to find somebody's scriptures. Huh? We're going to find somebody's Bible. We're going to get in the scriptures, the Holy Scriptures. Hallelujah. And we're going to read it. We're going to read it. We don't shoot from the hip. 
We shoot from the truth of the word of God. Proverbs chapter four. Now this is kind of a long, a little bit long, lengthy scripture, but we're going to take our time because you know what? If we don't take time now, then the word won't be in us when we need it. We won't be strong. We won't understand and we won't stand. So we're going to take the time now so that the word will be in us when we need it. If you don't need it now, okay, you're going to need it later. And if you need it now, well, come on, because I know I need this now. I need it now. Come on. Thank you, Jesus. A father's instruction. Now, you know, this is King Solomon usually is the one and uh, who has been attributed to writing the book of the Proverbs. Amen. The different Proverbs. And and he just tells his story. He tells his story as the king, the most wisest man that ever lived. Amen. Let's read. Going to do verse one, starting at verse one of father's instruction. Hear, O children, the instruction of a father and pay attention and be willing to learn so that you may gain understanding and intelligent discernment. You got to want to (laughs) pay attention and be willing to learn so that you may gain understanding and intelligent discernment for I give you good doctrine. Do not turn away from my instruction. When I was a son with my father, David, tender and the only son in the sight of my mother, Bathsheba, he taught me and said to me, let your heart hold fast my words. Keep my commandments and live. Be skillful and get skillful. Get skillful in godly wisdom. Acquire understanding. Actively seek spiritual discernment. Mature comprehension and logical interpretation. Do not forget nor turn away from the words of my mouth. Do not turn away from her wisdom and she will guard and protect you. Love her and she will watch over you. The beginning of wisdom is get skillful and godly wisdom. It is preeminent. And with all your acquiring Get understanding, actively seek spiritual discernment, mature comprehension, and logical interpretation. Prize wisdom and exalt her, and she will exalt you. She will honor you if you embrace her. She will place on your head garland a gr- she will place on your head a garland of grace, and she will present you with the crown of beauty and glory. Now that that was a lot. There was a lot to say about wisdom. You know, sometimes this world they think okay, well, to be uh, a, a bad dude with big guns or a tough chick, you know, and or uh, to be uh, super rich and you know you just got to have the money and you know making it rain or. You know, you're going and you're flossing and you're just uh, running with the words, the best rapper or, you know, the prettiest girl. I'm the the baddest chick or whatever. All of those things. (laughs) We in the people in the world and, and, you know, we look at it and people want to admire that. Well, whatever. But you know what? I believe the word of God says, let's get some wisdom. 
So obviously you don't have to be very bright to, you know, be the muscle man, the tough dude, big guns, tough chick, uh, you know, making it rain, uh, big man in charge, CEOs, uh, whatever, you know, got it going on with the big millions, uh, so-called elite, all of that, you know, that's not what's important. He says wisdom is what's important. And you prize wisdom. And I don't know a lot of folks that aren't very wise. They may have a, uh, some other things about them that, you know, some good points or whatever. They may be good looking. They may be kind of smart or whatever. They may have graduated from MIT and all different kinds of colleges, Ivy League and all that. But it's something about wisdom that makes everything different. The real truth of having really that understanding in the world, having that real wisdom, that's something that's something that that makes you discern and understand what's really real hmm? and and be able to shun or get away from all the fakeism. Oh, yeah, I'm kind of breaking it down a little different today. It says, verse 10, hear my son and accept my sayings and the years of your life will be many. See, a lot of times, you know, this world, they don't want you to accept wisdom. They want you to be silly, you know. They want you to be dumb. You know, they think it's, uh, they want you to be uh, running your mouth and be catty or be smart alecky. And, you know, that's supposed to be uh, the end thing. But look, he says, accept my sayings, accept wisdom, and, your, and the years of your life will be many. You know, those that run around and carrying guns and thinking they're a tough guy and folks doing drugs and he's a big dope man and, you know, all kinds of money or whatever. That's not what's up. See, that wisdom is going to have you to where you're going to have many years in your life. You're going to understand what's really going on. Uh, I have instructed you in the way of skillful and godly wisdom. So there's the difference in that, not the worldly wisdom. Now, look, there's nothing wrong with understanding how the world system works because we're to be as wise as serpents. Yeah, but as harmless as doves. I know, you know, you can't pull the wool over my eyes. I, you know, I can pretty much kind of see what's going on. Yeah, but it's about that skillful and godly wisdom, that understanding of the word that we get in our hearts, the truth of how things really are and not all the fakeism out there. I have led you in upright paths. Verse 12, when you walk, your steps will not be impeded for your path will be clear and open. So there won't be any stumbling blocks. You know, you won't have any block. Oh, should I do this or should I do that? I believe the word of God makes things perfectly clear. It's about the obedience, the want to, and then the strength to. Hmm. The how-to, those things that God will instruct us on through the Holy Spirit. Come on. And when you run, you will not stumble. Verse 13, take hold of instruction. Actively seek it. Grip it firmly and do not let go. Some people aren't even teachable. Oh, I know, I know. You can't tell me. You know, when I hear that... <laughs> That silly spirit. I mean, oh, I know, I know. You can't tell me. I'm like, oh, gosh, there's something wrong here. Yeah, don't buck thinking you know everything because you don't. Yeah, even those of us who got a few uh, 
whatever, uh, PhDMAs and BAs and PhDs after our names. Look, we're got enough sense to know that, look, as we continue to press on, we don't know everything. Yeah. You tell me, tell me, come on, give me some godly wisdom. Come on, guard her for she is your life. Wisdom is, is good living. Verse 14, do not enter the path of the wicked and do not go away. Go the way of evil men. So you thinking that the worldly way to do it is the way to do it. A get rich quick scheme. Hmm. Uh, I'm I'm the dope man. I don't use it, but I'm just going to go ahead and sell it. But you think that monkey's not going to jump on you. Those ambers, that fire is not going to jump on you. You're just going to sell it to somebody else's family member. Come on, no. Do not go the way of evil men, cheating, lying, deceiving, uh, setting up people when it comes to disease and, and uh, the food, manipulation. Yeah, taking and buying up things to, to use for your profit and gain. Yeah, because you, you can and then don't have the mercy or the, the grace in your life to where you can bless somebody in a way to where you make the world better. It's all about making your pocket fatter, Mr. CEO man, Miss CEO woman. Come on. He says, and do not go the way of evil men. Avoid it. Do not travel on it. Turn away from it and pass on. See, there's a road. Roads are funny. You can head down a road hoping to get to a particular exit. You can head down that road of sin or head down that road. Oh, I'm going to just hang out here and I'm going to do this for a little while. I'm just going to hang with him even though he's not my husband and right man for me until something better comes along, until someone better comes along. I'm going to hang with her. I'm just going to be with her. But then when somebody better comes along, then I'll jump ship and then I'll uh, maybe marry him. the next person. I'm waiting for the right one. See, going down those roads, those roads that are not godly roads. See, every way there's a path. There's a way to go. There's a way that we go that seems right. But the, at the end, uh, there's destruction. Come on. Verse 16. For the wicked cannot sleep unless they do evil. Mm-mm-mm. And they are deprived of sleep unless they make someone stumble and fall. See, sometimes you get on that road where, look, you know you're going to have to uh, deal with somebody down the road and they might have a, a few more uh, pieces of understanding, some stock options and things that they know about or whatever, to get more votes and they're trying to undermine them so that you can do better in business or whatever. Look, uh, someone, he says, may, unless, and they are deprived of sleep unless they make someone stumble and fall. That's a terrible thing. For they eat the bread of wickedness and drink the wine of violence. But the path of the just righteous of the just righteous is like the light of dawn that shines brighter and brighter until it reaches its full strength and glory in the perfect day. See, the path of the just, the righteous is like the light of dawn. We know where we're going. Hmm? You get in this word right here, you don't have to worry or wonder whether or not uh, you're going to be deceived in, in some way. You're not walking the way of deception. You're not walking in the on the road of evil. 
it, you know, anything that comes against us as we walk on this right road, the right road of righteousness, God is going to come and defend us. Uh, come on, keep moving, keep moving. All right. Verse 19, the way of the wicked is like deep darkness. They do not know over what they stumble. It's like you hit a brick wall or stumble over something. They're like, what happened? Uh, God's not going to leave us as believers ignorant to Satan's devices. He's going to show us. Trust and believe that. Mm, something coming your way, something that hits you, and it seems like it hits you out of nowhere. I'm going to tell you, truth be told, if you go back, you will see where the Lord had ministered to you to fast about, to pray. He saw, he saw, he, and he showed you. He already knew what was coming and he showed you to fast and pray to draw close to him to pray about it. You know, there's been many times when I've asked God to show me uh, uh, some calamity hit and I'm like, show me what's going on, God. Oh, come on. You, the Holy Spirit, you, you just see, seek him searching and, and Holy Spirit, show me what happened. I, I don't know what happened. And, you know, even. Even if you did cause some wrong to happen, God will show you what may have could have been done better or where where you may have fallen short. Yeah, see, his grace and his mercy ain't about for perfect people. It's just about the people that want to that are his people and want to do better in him. So we're not perfect, but we keep moving in it. Come on. You keep moving in him. It says, verse 20, my son, pay attention to my words and be willing to learn. See, he says that again. Don't take the scriptures lightly, especially when it comes to this wisdom scripture. It, any scripture, salvation scripture, all of it is good. Come on. Don't take the word of God lightly. Open your ears to my sayings. Do not let them escape from your sight. Keep them in the center of your heart, for they are life to those who find them in healing and health to all their flesh. Watch over your heart with all diligence. For from it, the flow from from it from it flow the springs of life. Your heart is very important. That's why it belongs to God. Hmm. Bible says in Proverbs chapter three, trust in the Lord with all thine heart. See, not some of I'm gonna give God this big piece, but then I'm gonna love on uh, and give uh, give some to my husband, give some to my kids, give some to my Mom, I love dad, my loved one. See, the thing is, human beings don't know what to do with your heart. <laughs> you can't trust human beings with your heart. That's why we give all our heart to the Lord. And then we love others. But we don't uh, we don't uh, give all our heart to human beings. This is watch over your heart with all diligence from it. For from it flow the springs of life. Put away from you deceitful, lying, misleading mouth. Put away from you a deceitful, lying, misleading mouth. Come on, let go of the lies. Let's be honest. Let's tell the truth. Let's get in the mirror. Let's talk to ourselves and say, look, this is what happened. This is the way it is. Don't let's not talk about it any different. Come on, put away from you a deceitful, lying, misleading mouth. And put devious lips far from you. So if you know you getting Rachel and some lie or something to kind of twist things around, stop it. Put it far from you. The word of God says, verse 25, let your eyes look directly ahead toward the path of moral courage and let your gaze be fixed straight in front of you toward the path 
of integrity. That's important. That's important. That's that goes with our key today. Our key's understanding. Keep moving. Hmm? Let your gaze be fixed straight in front of you toward the path of integrity. See, you know, the Bible says forgetting those things which are behind us. We've made lots of mistakes. Oh, yes, we have. We're human. Knowingly and unknowingly have made them. But here, toward the path of integrity, let's gaze your eye up in this book, the Bible, the Holy Word of God. Get that version that you can understand to where you can just follow it and know. Come on and put your gaze at Fix your, yourself straight, straight forward in the word of God. Keep moving. Keep moving. Verse 26, consider well and watch carefully the path of your feet. That's important. See, which way are we going? We just don't wake up in the morning and say, Kesa, Ra, say, Ra. I, I used to, I couldn't stand that song. Oh, Lord, Kesa, Ra, say, Ra, whatever it will be, will be. I'm dating myself. And I do refer to that song from time to time. But it's many songs like it. Most of what we listen to on the radio are songs of death, uh, songs of illicit, illicitness, sex, drugs, alcohol, uh, uh, all kinds of just devious, evil, sinful things, lust. Mm, you know, all of those things. That's what we listen to. That well, That's what's available to a lot of people on the radio if they choose to listen to it. Uh, but what are we doing? We need to keep our gaze fixed straight in front of us toward the path of integrity. Consider well and watch carefully the path of our feet. Now watch where you're going. Watch where you're going. You think you're on that right road. Well, is the right road measuring up to what the Bible says without excuse? Is the right road on the road to where you know that others that are with you can follow on that same road and be successful? Or are you trying to undermine their lives too? Well, you know, I'm going to walk this a little bit, you know, and, and you know, people, uh, kids, other loved ones, friends are watching you, but you're still walking in the wrong way. No, as believers, as disciples of the Lord Jesus Christ, as being in the family, in the church of the Lord Jesus Christ, come on, we are to make sure that we watch carefully the path of our feet. We don't want our good to be evil spoken of, even if, even if we've been well intended and we intended to do well. We want to make sure that we're on that right path, the straight way. Come on. And all your ways will be steadfast and sure. See, that's the promise of that. If I make sure that my feet, I'm watching the path of where I'm walking, I watch what I'm doing. Then, and I know it's measuring up to the standard of the biblical standard that I know I live. Come on. Then all my ways will be steadfast and sure. I don't have to guess about it. I can just go ahead and be about it. I can keep moving. Come on. Do not turn away. Do not turn away to the right nor to the left where evil may lurk. Turn your foot from the path of evil. He says that over and over again. Yeah, stop doing the evil. Quit quit trying to uh, play tiddly winks with the devil. Yeah, you're just going to play a few games because you got it like that. You, you're a gamer. I, I got this, you know, or, you know, you want it your way, that pride stuff. And uh, you're spoiled, being a spoiled brat. brat. I, I, I want it when I want it, how I want it. That's not God. That's not God. We're to let God be God. Amen. And we're to keep our eyes. We're to look directly ahead.
toward the path of moral courage. Keep moving. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Let's look at this next scripture here and we'll be done. Jesus, please help me stay and finish my course. Help me stay and finish my course. Why is it so important to keep moving? Why is it so important to stay on the right path uh, so that we can get that promise, that promise to make sure that our ways will be steadfast and sure? Because as believers, we have work to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have work to do. We're not here just by chance. We're not here by any coincidence or any accident in life. We're here on purpose. God spoke to our hearts and what we heard in the word went down and and ministered to our hearts, ministered to our mind, ministered to our hearts. And, and we came forth. Huh? The miraculous response to the word of God happened to us when Jesus called us. Uh, called us to salvation he said come whosoever will let him come to know that he has a way of salvation the only way to know that he is the only way he is the truth hallelujah he is the life so what is it we're doing this we're called chosen for his purpose Hallelujah, for his will to be done, the Lord's will to be done. And the prayer is, Jesus, please help me to stay and finish my course. You know, all of what we do in life, come on, we can get distracted and just waste big precious time. Get to the point to where there are so many regrets in life. Yeah, don't ask for the wisdom of God and don't study and seek the wisdom of God through his word and just make a, a mess wreck. But then come at the end or come just all of a sudden because we don't know when our death day is going to be. We know our birthday, but we don't know our death day. And all of a sudden here it comes through uh, just some unexpected surprise. Hmm. And then we, we, we say we were going to get saved uh, uh, next Sunday or we were going to do better and, and deal with the sin situation tomorrow, you know. Uh, but, but here we don't have an opportunity to do that or just as, just as, uh, just as bad, huh? Where if you're talking about comparison, uh, knowing that you have a calling. Uh, knowing that you have a calling to humble yourself uh, before God in the work of his ministry. And I'm not talking about jumping in somebody's pulpit. No, I'm talking, there's many, many types of ministry to be done. I'm talking about where God is gifting you. I'm not talking about trying to get in front of some audience where you can pass the plate. And, oh, we're going to pass the plate and then uh, get paid or whatever. And, and that's going to be your livelihood. You done came off your job for, for the ministry. You know what? You know that there are times when we do that. But that, that calling, uh, look, are you headed to, a, to another country? Do you have a sponsor to help with where you're going? Uh, what's, go what's going on here? Do you know what kind of life you're living as a missionary? You know, there's always a cost. 
Mm-hmm. But but when we don't stay focused on what God has called us to do with the course that he has already assigned us to, because there's a road, there's a road, there's a road we're walking. Now, roads are, are something. Yeah, roads lead to somewhere. There should be a final destination on the road. Come on. So let's look at Acts chapter 20 and then we'll be done. Thank you, Jesus. Acts chapter 20. Now, the book of Acts, we uh, attribute that to be written by uh, the physician Luke. Yeah, uh, there's uh, those that say that. And, and it's, this is uh, an account. There's a historical account to the book of Acts. And so let's go ahead and start. Let's look at uh, Acts chapter 20, and we're going to start at verse 16. Now, this is, uh, this is a historical account of what uh, the Apostle Paul had done, where, where he was headed. See, he had, he had a, a great ministry. He had a great ministry, but Paul, like, he, <laughs> you're talking about quitting your day job. You know, he did go find some work now. He was a tent maker, and when it came time and his pockets got a little lean, he, he went to work. You know, there was lulls in that time. And Pastor Paul had a lot to deal with because he was a persecutor of the church. And he had uh, a lot to deal with to where uh, the uh, the issue wasn't taken away from him. He, he asked God to take this issue away from him. God told him that his grace, God's grace was going to be sufficient. He was going to have to bear that thing for however long. So, you know, there's a lot to it here. But let's look and see what's important. Why do we want to keep moving? Why do we want to stay uh, on the straight and narrow? Why do we want to stay on the path that God has given us and assigned us to and walk in the righteousness of his word? Why do we want to do that? All right. So, Paul, let's look and see what this account of what, what Paul was, where he was in this time. All right, he was going to say farewell to Ephesus. Now, Paul had decided to sail on past Ephesus so that he would not end up spending time unnecessarily in the province of Asia, modern Turkey, for he was in a hurry to be in Jerusalem, if possible, on the day of Pentecost. So Paul was traveling here. Now, you know, I read out of the Amplified Bible. Get that version that you understand okay get it where you can get that understanding okay so the verse 17 uh farewell to Ephesus so that's where Paul was headed he was trying to get to Jerusalem however from Miletus he sent word to Ephesus and summoned the elders of the church to meet him there and when they arrived he said to them you know well I lived when I was with you from the first day that I set foot in Asia until now, serving the Lord with all humility and with tears and trials which came on me because of the plots of the Jews against me. So he's talking to the elders of the church and he's explaining, look, you know the deal. You know when you first met me what I was dealing with and everything coming in and how, how I lived in spite of even on the first day I came to Asia and even until now how you know he served the Lord so he had a history of serving the Lord 
It wasn't like he was living any old kind of raggedy life. Oh, come on. Everybody from the pulpit to the door. You live in a, don't live that raggedy, you're living a raggedy life. Let's clean it up. Uh, don't live that raggedy life. Get it together. Let the Lord strengthen you to get it together. Now, he wasn't, Paul wasn't living a, a raggedy life after he had repented, after he had uh, discovered and, and accepted the answer to the question. Uh, uh, who are you kicking against, Paul? Hmm? Why are you persecuting the church? Well, Paul repented from that. <laughs> Yeah, so once he did get repent and delivered and set foot and started setting his feet towards the, the right road, on the right road towards the destiny of purpose that he was put here for, he was saying, look, guys, you know that serving the Lord, I did it with all humility and with tears and trials, which came on me because of the plots of the Jews against me. You know how I did not shrink back in fear from telling you anything that was for your benefit or from teaching you in public places and from house to house. Paul was about his business. Oh, yeah. He wasn't going to stop. He was about what God told him to do, what God purposed for him to do. Verse 21, solemnly and wholeheartedly testifying to both Jews and Greeks, urging them to turn in repentance to God and to have faith in our Lord Jesus Christ for salvation. See, he just broke it down. This is all he talked about was repentance and salvation uh, unto the Lord. And now compelled by the spirit and obligation obligated by my convictions, I am going to Jerusalem not knowing what will happen to me there. Yeah. And he says, verse 23, except that the Holy Spirit solemnly and empathetically affirms to me in the city after city that imprisonment and suffering await me. So the Holy Ghost had already said, look, he's going to go through. You're going to go through something. Well, he paid a big price, that anointing that Paul had. You know what Paul walked through. Plus, he wrote most of the books in the New Testament, ministered unto the Gentiles, us. I'm not Jewish. Mm -mm. Nothing about me is Jewish. But I've been grafted in. Yeah, I've been grafted in by the blood of the Lamb, by the blood of Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. Except that the Holy Spirit solemnly and empathetically affirms to me in city after city that imprisonment and suffering await me see the lord didn't leave him ignorant yeah he was going to go through some more wow what are we doing here why are we so surprised when when things jump off then we want to backslide oh this ain't real come really the world is out there you know what that slew foot them devils have for you out there in the world yeah, so, okay, so now you're saved and you don't have a cross to bear. Life is life. Jesus said that he was going to help us overcome. Why? Because he overcame the world. We're going to be conquerors. Why? Uh, we're more than conquerors. How? Through him, through Jesus Christ who loved us, through what he already did on the cross. Come on, let's stand firm now. Come on, let's look at verse 24. He says, but I do not consider my life as something of value or dear to me so that I may with joy finish my course and the ministry which I received from the Lord Jesus 
to testify faithfully of the good news of God's precious undeserved grace, which makes us free of the guilt of sin and grants us eternal life. Boom, drop the mic. Paul said, look, I don't look at what's going on in my life. I don't consider my life, even though I know when I go, Holy Spirit's already told me that I'm going to be in prison and I'm going to be suffering. I'm going to go through some things. Everybody's got crosses to bear. Now, look, don't you be the hindrance of some uh, believer, though. You know, don't be giving the believers and people of God, even sinners, a hard time because you think, oh, well, they need to suffer. Really? Who are you? Who am I? No, we're we're not to to, uh, put burdens on human beings through vengeance. The Lord says, vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. He says, I will repay. Come on. So he already knew he was going to suffer. He says, but I do not consider my life as something of value or dear to me. Wow. What was what's most important that his life wasn't even valuable to him or dear to him. He knew where he was going when it came down to the end of of where his life was. He knew he was going to be in the bosom of the Lord. He says, so that I may with joy finish my course. See, we got all kinds of distractions. We have people that will clown us and get on that last nerve and chew it up until there's nothing left. We'll have uh, issues of of suffering and situations, sickness, whatever, that where God may, may heal us, may not. Look, it didn't matter to Paul, but why? Because he wanted to finish his course. How? With joy? Yeah. I don't want to be pruned face talking about, woe is me, I'm going through something, uh, pray for me or whatever. Oh, but I got to get up and work for the Lord. Oh, you'll never know it. We're not doing that. We're going to do it with joy because we know as believers where we're going. We know who has our soul. We know that our names is written in the Lamb's book of life and we will meet him in peace because he's paid the price for us. We know that. So he says, so that he may, I, he will not consider his life as something of value or dear to him. He says, so that he may with joy finish his course and the ministry which he received from the Lord Jesus. See, you know, when people are really serious about God, they might walk a little bit or do a little bit. Oh, this too hard. Oh, this costing too much money. Oh, they don't want to pay me. Mm. Is that really for the Lord Jesus Christ? Huh? Is that with joy? Huh? Or are you going to walk that course? You're going to finish the course in the ministry which you receive from the Lord Jesus Christ. Because uh, you know, if it's from Jesus, you're going to do it. He gonna, he's going to pay his bills. He's going to give you strength. You're going to be more than an overcomer. You're going to be provided for. He's going to sustain you. We've preached and ministered on all of that. He's going to he's going to remind you that you're loved and saved. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What? Why? To receive from the Lord that ministry from which I receive from the Lord. Jesus, he says, to testify faithfully. See, you can testify uh, one minute. Some people are testifying, tell it one minute. And next minute, oh, I don't know what God is doing. Whatever. That ain't real. Whatever. Come on. But he says he wants to testify faithfully 
what? Uh, faithfully of what? Of the good news. The good news of God's precious undeserved grace, which makes us free from the guilt of sin and grants us eternal life. See, when we break it down, let's look at what God is saying. Let's believe what he's saying. That's that energy right there. That's that something to help us keep moving. Han, that slew foot can't stop you. That situation, oh no, can't stop you. Huh? You're not going to let it because you have, you got work to do. You have work to do. Hallelujah. You have to finish this course. The course of the ministry which God, uh, which you receive from the Lord Jesus Christ. You have to finish it. We as believers have to finish what God has called us to do. Keep moving. Hallelujah. Now, you know, there are those that's watching this broadcast and, you know, okay. We're going to talk to everybody today. We're going to talk to everybody. Those that that uh, claim they're Christian and they haven't been to church. They don't believe in the word. They ain't praying. They haven't read anything. Uh, they living like any old thing. Hmm. It's a such thing as repentance. Stop it. Turn away from that way of living, that raggedy lifestyle. And let's turn to God. Let's do that. And we can say this prayer. I'm going to invite you to say this prayer. The prayer uh, uh, unto salvation, unto the Lord. We're going to pray. And then for those that have never, never asked God to be their Lord and Savior, but they understand that there's been something in them. They know that the the walk, way they've been walking that worldly life and that they're not wise about it. There's no wisdom in what they're doing. They're getting their head busted by the devil and everybody else and tired of living on the bottom of the of the rack and being stepped on and all that. See, we're not doormats as believers. Yeah, we overcome. We're more than conquerors and you know, we we know how to handle quite a few things because of the wisdom that God gives us. But the most important thing about us as believers is that we, we need to know. We know that we need a Savior. If the Lord is tugging on your heart where you know you need a Savior, your way is not working and you're surrendering your way to the word of God's way. Plus, it's about the washing of the blood of the lamb, the blood that Jesus shed on the cross. Yeah, to where we couldn't stand and cleanse ourselves. And when we pass on, when it's time to go and we stand before God, we'll know that we'll be able to to stand because of what he's doing. He's done that he washed us. We asked him to be our lord and savior we've lived for him Hmm? you want to get to know jesus you want to live a lifestyle we read about that lifestyle good wholesome long life we read about that just today in proverbs come on you can start you can start by praying this prayer dear god in heaven 
I come to you in the name of Jesus. I acknowledge to you that I am a sinner. And I am sorry for my sins and the life that I have lived. I need your forgiveness. Please forgive me for my sins. I repent and turn away from sin and I turn to you. I believe that you, Jesus, shed your precious blood on the cross at Calvary and died for my sins. And I am now willing to turn from my sin. I repent and turn away from sin and I turn to you. I believe that you, Jesus, shed your precious blood on the cross at Calvary and died for my sins. And I am now willing to turn from my sin. Right now I ask you, Jesus, to be my Lord and Savior. And Lord over my life and my soul. With my heart, I believe that God raised Jesus from the dead. This very moment I accept you, Jesus, as my Lord and Savior. Lord Jesus, transform my life so that I may bring glory and honor to you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And if you prayed that prayer, you're on your way to having that wonderful relationship with God. Amen. And I just want to encourage you. I want to encourage you today to know that God, he is real and he'll be real in your life. Uh, keep walking in the truth of who he is. Don't be discouraged. This is a new month and being in this new month, I would challenge you to just share this month with the Lord. Get in that word. And by the end of this month, Work on praying every day. Work on reading scripture every day. If you don't even have a Bible, uh, if you don't have a Bible 
scripture or something that you want to read on a regular basis, just start from the beginning. Go read Genesis. The book of Genesis is a wonderful start to know the relationship, the covenant relationship and how God has expressed himself through the chosen people, the Hebrews, and then uh, we'll work our way through it. But just know that because of what Jesus has done on the cross, we as believers, Gentiles, have been grafted in. Grafted in, not replacing the Jewish people. Just now we're a part of the body of Christ. We're the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. And we get to spend eternity with him in peace. Go in victory. If you have... Um, uh, prayer requests, you can go out to our website at www.lfhhm.org and you can click on the the uh, contact us tab and we'll, we'll get back with you. We'll pray with you. You don't have to tell us everything. We'll pray with the concern that you have and then if, uh, if you want a better understanding, get that pamphlet uh, out there at the Discipleship Resources tab, the and that pamphlet, The Road to Salvation, click on that. And it's a PDF document that will open up for you. And you can read it, have it on your phone, your mobile phone. And get an understanding of where you are in your relationship with God. This is the first step. The repentance is the super important part. To want to. Hmm, to turn away from the old man and turn to God. So get that part out of the way and walk in that and then we'll be able to explain and share with you the next steps. The baptism in Jesus name for the remission of sin. The infilling of the precious gift of the Holy Spirit. Uh, to give us strength. Amen. Power. Amen. To walk and live this life. And then the, the manifestation of the changed life. Walking in the newness of life. Expecting life and you to change your relationship with God to change and walking in that. Amen. Come on now. God is awesome and he will be there. He is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. I just challenge you to diligently seek the Lord this month. Amen. Be blessed. Be blessed. And just know that we love you here at Labors for His Harvest Ministries. And I always say, uh, the Lord says the same. We'll see you next time. Thank you for joining the LFHHM broadcast together with him. Special thanks to the LFHHM volunteers, friends, and the consultants at Union Rog Hill Films. One God, One Church. Don't forget to check out the discipleship resources at www.lfhhm.com. Org. There are also great volunteer opportunities. Click on the Contact Us tab and let us know you're interested. Be sure to subscribe, like, and sign up to review media notifications on events and updates. Then he said to his disciples, The harvest is indeed plentiful, but the workers are few. So pray to the Lord of the harvest to send out workers into his harvest.